ECW Livecast, and this is episode 21, and we are covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 44 and 45 from February 15th and February 22nd of 1994. I'm Mike Prue, along with JV, as always. JV, how you doing? Good. How about you, man? I'm good, man. Well, actually, I'm lying. That That's the polite thing to say, is to say you're good. But I'm fucking going nuts being in this quarantine. <laughs> And having to work from home as an educator and supplying lessons and having to deal with fucking responses from students like, oh, I don't get this. Or, oh, uh, this thing uh, disappeared. And can you send me <laughs> another one? <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a bunch of fucking chaos there. Never mind having a four year old and a two year old. And the stupidest thing that me and my wife decided to do is, hey, we're off for a long time. Let's get a puppy. Yeah, you're home to train. Yeah, we're home to train. but It's, it's actually a good idea. It is, but it's fucking... It's just a tough storm. It's a, te- it's a test. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we, we're at the point where we're like, all right, if we can get through this, then we're going to fucking... We're going to be good forever. <laughs> so yeah, that's the shit that's going on. And... You listeners might be thinking, well, how the fuck are you podcasting? Well, my wife's a fucking damn good woman. That's how I'm being able to podcast <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on with me. But hopefully everybody out there in the BTT Army is you know, managing the situation. And I'm sure you have similar issues and freaking out in your mind in your own ways, too. Obviously, we all are. That's part of what this all is. It's like a test to America. Can we survive? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the more and more I go through this and we go through this, it's like, shit, are they training us to like deal with <laughs> to deal with new ways of life, like working from home or having to live a digital lifestyle and you work from home, like for every work, you know? Yeah, uh, I think it's uh Definitely, a lot of people are going to adopt a lot of practices that are going on right now, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of people are learning new things that they didn't bother to do before. So, But on another note, if you're, if you're not learning new things, then I bet you're probably learning about Tiger King and <laughs> the dark side of the ring and uh, the Chris Benoit story that came out a couple weeks ago. And just, just this past week, was uh, the New Jack story? JV, have you have you checked any of those out yet? I know you said Tiger you wanted King. to, but yeah, yeah, you checked out Tiger King. I've only started watching 
Tiger King just today as we record oh, this. It's awesome, though. And I watched the first two and a half episodes. So I got to the point where they're bringing up the uh, story of Carol. Carol fucking Baskins. Yeah, killing, possibly <laughs> killing her husband. Her millionaire husband. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so. That's a, that's. It's a sign of the times. That's like that's the big story of today. Is yeah. Tiger King, but fucking Dark Side of the Ring. That's some good shit going on too. Yeah, I I, be, I need to watch that. I just need to kind of sit down and yeah, it's binge all it. out there available. So I don't need anything special, right? It's just on demand through Xfinity. Yeah, it's on Xfinity. It's on the Vice Channel. All right. So as long as I have the Vice Channel, I should have that. And you should have the Vice Channel. It's all just right. one of those. Vice Channel is actually like one of those channels that are just in the random channel group. Because it used to be an HBO exclusive channel back in the day when it was Vice.tv. Oh, was it really? Yeah, there used to be a web, that that whole network. Yeah, it was, an, it was a web thing. Yeah, It was web-based. There used to be like VBS TV, which was like Vice Broadcasting something. And uh, yeah, and then they still HBO put a- picked them up and now, now I guess they got their own channel. Yeah, and they still put a lot of content just web-based, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's all available there, but the one thing I did want to bring up, as this episode that we're recording right now will be out there, there'll be a new episode. It'll be a third episode of The Dark Side of the Ring, and it's all about the Brawl for All. And you really? And I, you and okay. I talked a whole lot about the Brawl for All Yeah. over on the Bottom Line Wrestling cast when we were at that time period in Stone Cold's career. And that was one of the first times that we started to like branch out and talk about what else is going on in the WWE or WWF during Stone Cold's run. So we have a lot of comments about the Brawl for All. Yeah, we shared a lot of our thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was like our main coverage, like besides the Austin stuff. <laughs> yeah. <it was. laughs> so... At this point, a lot of you probably already watched it, but go back to our Bottom Line Wrestling Cast episodes during that time period and listen to what JV and I had to say about the Brawl for All. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, um, it's going to be a, that's see a different Tuesday. perspective of it. I wonder how oh, they're going to like, you know, because how they direct it and everything kind of sets the tone. Right. So I wonder what how they're going to spin that. I, I think the story from what I from what I've seen so far and what I've heard is that it's kind of a story of like how Bart Gunn was kind of prompt. Like as he rose through the ranks, it was like, Oh, he's going to become a star. But then they fucked him with Butterbean and it fucked everything up at the end. It's like, what was the whole point of it? Butterbean ruined his career. (laughs) Like, all right, he gets to be this big, tough guy. Nobody suspected him of being this tough guy. Did they think maybe they really thought he could beat Butterbean? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or just hit him with like a lucky shot or something. Yeah. I don't know, because that's like what he's known for is his, his left. chin, I thought. And his chin. Yeah. Doesn't Butterbean have like a chin? Oh, like yes. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if that's fact, but that's I always thought it that way. I'm like, oh, he's hard to knock out. <laughs> All right, so that's something out there, and I'm sure you guys are fucking hunkering down watching a bunch of shit like that. But here we are, and we're here for you. And like I said earlier, my wife is letting me record this with all the chaos going on. And this gives me a break. And that's probably why she does it. Like, 
She wants a fucking yeah. break from me. <laughs> she wants me to get a break so I can calm down. <laughs> and, you know, we get to watch some wrestling and talk a little wrestling here on the Extreme ECW livecast. And thanks, guys, for subscribing to that. Being part of the BTT Patreon network. And we always appreciate that. Well, as we said just moments ago, or as I said just moments ago, we do the Bottom Line Wrestling cast, and we want you to go back and check out those old episodes. But this week, we are covering episode 68, and we're going to be covering Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H at Survivor Series 2000. So check that out. That was a big, huge building up over a year. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Quite (laughs) the build for that one. Yeah, if you want to yeah. call it. Whether or not they were on that course the whole way. Just, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kind of a year, but that's how they make it seem at this point. It was the whole Rikishi hitting Austin with the car, but Triple H was behind it all. So now they have the match at Survivor Series, and that's what we're covering this week. So check that out. Subscribe to that. Or if you have friends that you know that are Stone Cold Steve Austin fans, maybe you're like, ah, fuck the WWF. I never watched that, but a friend of mine did. Well, share it with them. Just spread the word. If you like what we do, Help us out. <laughs> Be a buddy. <laughs> and spread the word there. Okay, so last week now, or last episode rather, two weeks ago, we covered the night the line was crossed. That was our third Supercard special from February 5th, 1994. And eh, it was an eh kind of show. <laughs> and I'm shaking my hand while I say that, and you can't see that. Because <laughs> this is audio. <laughs> but it's an eh, you know, eh, kind of show. <laughs> and it all picked up steam during our second half of the episode when we covered yeah. the main event. You know, the main event was great. And I was doing some research. I went to Meltzer's Wrestling Observer this past week. And this match back in 1994 earned Meltzer's first. Made major coverage of ECW. Really? Yep. No shit. So this like popped Meltzer's cherry or vice versa? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the it was the first time that he got enough feedback. Basically, it comes from feedback from fans and, re- and people that write into him, where it tells him like, "Oh shit, this is something I got to write about in this week's Observer." So, it got a cover cover story basically about how. Excited people were about this main event and the night the line was crossed. So it's not, so it's not like retrospect, like oh the night the line was crossed was the night that ECW breakthrough. That's how it was reported by dirt sheets, you know, like Meltzer at the time is that oh shit, there's this underground wrestling group called ECW that's putting on better house shows and better matches than that's true, yeah, than that's WCW and WWF are doing. No, well, that's what he reported there, and he he talked about the main event. He talked about how you know Terry Funk was defending the title. It went to a sixty-minute draw, and he also even pointed out what we made mention. We focused on last last episode is to say that Shane Douglas was the only one that actually went sixty minutes because Sabu had a fucking bunch of time off. Terry Funk had plenty of time off during that match, but Shane Douglas was constantly working for sixty minutes straight. The only one. So yeah. That was recognized. <laughs> so. the fr- hence the franchise. <laughs> yes. And that's why he's the franchise. Yes. So 
I just wanted to point that out that the show is a big show. The night the line was crossed. It really is considered to be right from that start. You know, the that's the beginning of ECW like being acknowledged really by somebody that has any kind of pull, really. You know, because where else at that time in nineteen ninety four? There's no internet. Nineteen ninety four. Well, kinda, but not not really. Yeah, not like there's like message boards. Yeah, but, it, but not it's like, so yeah, limited. Not, not like it is now. Like kids no, nowadays couldn't imagine what well, the fuck the internet used yeah, to be like. Well, not even like how it would be two years later in ninety six. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's basically print. That's it. Yeah. So he was a big print media, and he yep. was able to spread the word about ECW at that point. And that's when the fucking radar started to go up for everybody. Because that, the radio oh. wasn't big, right? There wasn't like wrestling radio. I didn't remember listening to much like wrestling radio. No, not well, but not a lot really of get coverage. Now there was some, but it's very little. How, like if you're a radio station, how much fucking time are you gonna give to pro wrestling in 1994? 95. I know I got on the air back in 1994 in our area on WSAR. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, besides <laughs> that. But there wasn't many shows. <laughs> yeah. I would assume, you know. We live in a hotbed of wrestling. That's what one thing that we yeah, often very consider. Spoiled. Spoiled right. there. We live in the northeast of the United States, so wrestling's popular here all the time, basically. Whereas... Somewhere else in the country. I'm like, yeah. Wrestling in 1994-95, yeah. We're not fucking having a radio show about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with that said, you know, we got a couple new shows to present to you. Hardcore TV. And the last episode we covered was episode 43. And that was from the 8th of February. And it showed some highlights from... The night the line was crossed, because the night the line was crossed was three nights before. So we did see a little bit of it, and we're going to see some more of it. So there's going to be some bleeding out into these episodes of what we just covered two weeks ago. And that's to be expected, but there's some of the new shit to be presented here and promos. So I just want to give you a forewarning with that, that some stuff might be kind of repetitive here and there. And that's just the way ECW does their production at this time, and that's how they'll continue to do it, probably. Well, I'm actually pretty sure that's how they do it throughout 95, 96. Is that they just kind of rehash their super cards throughout the episodes. So let's uh, let's get set up, though, with episode 44 from February 15th of 1994. Day after Valentine's Day. A lot of hearts are broken. <sighs> Good one. <laughs> All right. So, JV, you ready? Um, no, no. Okay. I want. I. I. You know. You ever get stuck when you're trying to drag the scroll? Yeah. And it just won't let go. That's where I'm at. So I'm trying to get it to zero. <laughs> yeah. I. I usually hit the, uh, the like the ten second back thing. Yeah. Well, I was waiting. I was at like three minutes. I thought it was done, so I dragged up. <laughs> I don't know, and it just like fucking connected the whole time to the fucking scroll circle. <laughs> but I'm good. I got forty-one twenty-six in a black screen. All right. Sounds good. That's what I got. All right, so I'll give a countdown, guys. Three down to one. When I say play, we'll all click play and get started here. So let's do it. If you need to pause me, pause me now, and I'll be right back. 
All right, so let's count down. Three, two, one, play. And you got the uh, presented in the most complete form to original production. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. A stupid disclaimer. All right. So here's for the third time. <laughs> the recap. I've seen this before. Terry Funk and Shane Douglas from after the night the line was crossed with Terry Funk hand Shane Douglas the title. Says, here, you can have it. You can have it. Shane Douglas was like, oh, you're going to give it to me? You're going to give it to me? You take that belt. And you know why you can take that belt? And he's telling because Douglas, you can take it. It's gonna Basically, people know who the real champ is, whether you have the belt yeah. or not. Right. So you can have the belt. I'm the champ. <laughs> I, yeah. I won. It's just a fucking belt. Except the belt don't make the man. The man makes the belt. That's right. Belt's just a trophy. You can give a trophy to the last place team in the baseball league. Doesn't mean shit. Terry Funk. Don't put my you. finger on your chest. I understand. <laughs> ah, I love that line. I won't touch you with my. You don't have to give me a belt, you old piece of. You don't have to give me the belt, cause I'm taking the belt. Oh, that fucking knocked to the head. When Shane Douglas just tosses the belt in his face. There they go. They're going at it again. There they are. Fucking awesome. And this is going to be building up to a big match coming up later in March. Look at all the fanny packs. Yeah. I saw three. 1994, fanny pack. <laughs> this music's terrible. Yeah, what is this shit? All right, we got Sherry. Oh, a, kind of a new opening. I don't really Yeah, it's that. a new opening. Really see Shane Dox's goatee. Wow. You miss a lot of those details when this shit isn't in HD. Yeah, what the hell? This is like a, just a recap of the feud. Oh, yeah, maybe that's what they're doing here. Yeah, so this is probably not the opening. Whatever it is, the music sucks. Yeah, so it's just a recap of what happened at the night the line was crossed. It's just brutal. Yeah, I wonder what music on. it really was. Uh, I don't have the real episodes for this part for 1994. This music does blow. That's the This is brutal. There we go. There we go. The Let's beginning. do a time check quick. Yep. What do you got? Two, 55, 56, 57. Seven. We're dead on. We're dead on. All right. Fox lying on the chairs. Yep, rolling on the chairs. Looks like he's trying to scratch his back there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, ah, he's this feels to... good. <laughs> yeah, hold on, before I get up, <laughs> see if this hits the spot. There goes Sabu. Yeah, why the fuck they gonna show all this again? Part-time wrestler for fucking like three hours. It felt like. <laughs> He gave out. That was cool. They keep showing Eastern Championship Wrestling in between all these cut segments. Yeah. So you think it's like, the opening of the show. I, I guess it is for this week. This is some A-plus editing. This is what you call over-editing. Yeah, it's too Just much. Just keep throwing that cut scene in. 
We're, we're the content creators from 20, 2020. <laughs> we're the 12 year old YouTubers. <laughs> fucking spice up this video. That's who WWE should hire. 12 year Hire these fucking content creators that are like fucking 15 making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They're millions of subscribers and have them fucking re edit all their old videos. That's a fucking good idea. They'd get that demographic back. But hey. WWE will just fucking, you know, Everyone content strike them, copyright strike the everything they try and do. <laughs> Before we listen to Joey Styles, I didn't realize that Terry Funk was wearing no shoes during that whole promo. <laughs> He's not. He rolled on the ground, it was just his socks. <laughs> Stinky. <laughs> Alright, so Joey Styles has opened up the show finally for us. Now, Todd Gordon is on the program this week. Todd Gordon is going to be interviewed. For Saturday night, March 5th, for right here at the East. Yeah, I don't think we need to lay out for it. I've got to tell you, fans, tickets are going fast. The but there's going to be a big show on March 5th. March. Is that what I said? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, all right. Oh, I said that. Well, I probably did. <laughs> all right. Todd Gordon's about to speak, so let's lay out and listen to this. See what the Mish has to say. About March 5th, the next big show. Thank you, Joey Styles. This is Jay Sully with ECW Commissioner Todd Gordon. And Todd, the time has come. It's time to announce who the number one contender is here in the ECW. The man who will be facing Terry Funk for the heavyweight championship March 5th at the ECW Arena. Well, as you know, Jay Sully, I met this week with the NWA Board of Governors. And they mandated who should be the number one title contender. They mandated who gets the title defense. Much to my chagrin, they've determined who will get that shot on March the 5th. So in addition to seeing Road Warrior Hawk come to Philadelphia to come against Mr. Hughes, in addition to seeing Sabu put the TV title on the line against the newest star in the ECW, Awesome Mike Awesome, yes, the NWA has decided that, yes, Shane Douglas, the franchise, will get the shot on March the 5th for the title. He will go up against Terry Funk in a match. What is this now? Holy dangerous thing. There's an interview going on here. We had enough last week with the press conference. We're not going to have it again. The NWA decided that this dangerous. Get off the set. You don't belong on here right now. We're not going to have this every week during the interview. You want to see much I belong? You want to see how much we belong here? I got enough of you. I got enough of you. That's enough of you. I said get off the set. Get off the set. Sully, go away. Take this guy off of TV, please. Hey, two good two good matches announced there. Mike Awesome versus Sabu. Shane Douglas versus Terry Funk. Todd Gordon looked cool there. Yeah, it was heated. Yeah. I wonder if that's a super card. I'll have to look in to see if we can actually watch that show. If not, I'm sure it'll probably just be on these episodes. Or if it's not, I want to see those matches. And Joey Styles, that headset, that big-ass mic, <laughs> and that little TV screen. <laughs> and his tiny ass TV screen. <laughs> Alright, so we're getting Sherry Montel leading the franchise. Shane Douglas down to the ring. Music? Yeah. I don't know. Like, like we said, we don't know what the actual music is because we're on the network. Which is a shame for covering ECW is that we're not going to have actual music. 
Well, like we've tried to do in the past, we'll fit in what we can. Yep, there's, yep, 911 fucking grabbed the shit out of Chad Austin and busted his ass out. Oh, we're going to get Sabu versus Shane Douglas right here. It was supposed to be Shane Douglas versus Chad Austin, but 911 put an end to that. Well, he said, oh, you want Sabu? Here he is. There it is. It's a TV champion against the number one contender for the world, the ECW championship. Nice snap mare by Shane Douglas on, on the Sabu. Big right hands. Oh. Back and forth. Battle in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, Sabu's definitely not convincing as a striker. No. Which is why his whole, like... That's his whole thing. High flying, dangerous shit works. Yeah, exactly. I guess I forgot how like small he really was. Like he's not that big of a guy. At all. No, not at all. He's just tan and has colorful clothes. Long hair. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and he, well, his look was different than everybody at the time. Shit, Rock and Rebel and Hack Meyer. Mike Myers in the ring. So, doesn't look like much is going to happen here. Everyone is separated. Nah, and Sabu just jumps on Shane Douglas. They keep battling, but now more and more people yeah, Jesus, are in the ring. Are those fans in the fucking ring? Yeah, what the fuck? Why are there fucking ladies Every man in here? UTW, right? That's they're saying here. Some of these people I don't think I've seen before. Yeah, I haven't seen this. There's a mask guy. Yeah, there's a weird mask in there. That guy to the left. There's a mask guy with, like, shoulder pads. Well, maybe that's Paul Diamond being, like, Max, Max Moon. <laughs> Mr. Hughes is in the ring. We got a shit show in the ring. That's what's going on. They're not doing a good job holding these guys apart. Looks now they got it, it looks like. I don't know, so what, what do you think's the angle here? It's not, it's, Shane Douglas is going after Terry Funk. Sabu has his match with Mike Awesome. So is it, like, or just continuation of Paulie hating Shane Douglas because Shane Douglas left him? Left him um, high and dry, basically? Like, I think so. I'm out of here. I, I think they're now. pitching here. They're definitely trying to keep Sabu involved, too. You're right. They wanted so to I be involved Sabu with the top guy. Yeah. Get that rub off, I guess. Yeah. That's not close. All right, so we're getting some to be announced next week. March fifth show. Oh, Mr. Hughes against Road Warrior Hawk, who always sucks as a singles wrestler. Yeah. TV so. title match: Sabu versus Awesome Mike Awesome. Public Enemy: JT Smith, Bruce Brothers. Bruce Brothers. <laughs> well, shit. Hours. How can we even keep up with that? Can't we... fucking do that. Oh, Paulie, we gotta listen. Let's look the layout. Courtesy of Professor Paul E. Dangerously. Get used to it, Shane Douglas. Get used to it because for the rest of your career, you're gonna be the hunted one. You're gonna be the one that everybody in ECW wants a piece of. You're going to be the one that everybody in the NWA wants a piece of. Hey, man, I've been getting phone calls from people in Atlanta. I've been getting phone calls from people up in Connecticut, and everybody wants a piece of you. You're the talk of the wrestling world. Congratulations. 
You don't need to be the ECW heavyweight champion to be the most wanted, the most sought-after person in the entire sport of wrestling. Shane Douglas says the franchise, you have achieved your goal. Everybody wants a piece of you. Well, let me tell you something, Shane Douglas. What you just tasted was only just us all sampling of what you have in store for the rest of your miserable stinking career because if you think that it's over when somebody comes out here and you think it's going to be over when somebody sinks their teeth into you when they gnaw on your bones when they get a little piece of your flesh and rip it off oh no let me promise you one thing it's not just Polly dangerously and sabu shane douglas it's every single person in the wrestling industry has just one desire now, and that's to dog your hide until the day that you die. Well, that was good. Jason yeah, always good. Individual, you can't see how shitty his hat looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some reason, he reminds me more and more of like that comedian Sam Kinison. Ow! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sam Kennison. You know Sam Kennison originally was offered to have the role of Al Bundy? No, that I didn't know. <laughs> damn. Yeah. God damn it, what, Ed O'Neill? That's his name? Because that, yeah, Ed O'Neill got it. And once Ed O'Neill auditioned for it, they said, oh, that's the guy. But they, they were looking to get Sam Kennison because at the time, getting a stand-up comedian was the way to do sitcoms. Yeah, yep. back in the day. Yep. So they thought, oh, Sam Kennison, he had a sitcom. But then Ed and he was this. huge. Right. He was, he was big. He was yep. like selling out arenas and shit. Yep. But Ed O'Neill came in with his audition and just fucking stole it. Man, I think, I'm pretty sure they brought Sam Kennison in for an episode or two of Married with Children. At one point. Yeah, no, he was definitely on an episode or two. Sure you viewers at home share those sentiments. So we got the Rock and Rebel in the ring. But Shane Douglas really Who's Rock and Rebel teaming up with Pitbull? Yeah, I can't say. Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. And Jason. Yeah, Pitbull's huge. Still small, but but Jack. That's the thing in ECW. Everyone's small, but fucking they're Jack. Not to, not to use a word, not to make it a cliche, but a man who really is a legend in this sport. A man who has done That's why I didn't get any respect. Because they're small. Stupid. Alright, so we got Tommy Cairo and JT Smith. Alright, this should be this pretty good match. I'm sure there'll be some fucking bullshit shenanigans with the Rock and Rebel by the end of this match. Well, Jason finally leaves the ring. I like watching J.T. Smith. Oh, boy. Ready for action here as the Rock and Rebel receives a round The most talented guy in yeah. CW right now. Ring exactly. Right. Definitely not on the mic. I mean, no, no, no. He, he can't, he's can't probably the three. worst. <laughs> he's at the top and the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> of those guys. Of course. There it is. Collar and elbow tie-up. Rebel backing up the Iron Man to the ropes. Greatest worker. Doesn't know how to speak English. Yeah. No, no, not that he can't not speak English. Not that he's Yeah. He, he could just be nervous. That too. That's what we should go with. He's nervous. I don't really see the stutter that... You know, we had read about or whatever. I heard about. Stuttering JT Smith. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. Welcome back as the pit bull is taking advantage of Jake. Oh, spitting. What the fuck? 
the fucking traps on this guy? He really doesn't amount to anything. No, he goes on to being in a good tag team called the Pitbulls. No, but I mean like as a singles wrestler? He no. Nope. I like when his partner comes in. Because it's a good look. Yeah, another dude like him wearing the same kind of tight as the team. The Pitbulls. Yeah, he never really gets pushed at all. That's just the Pitbull. It's probably because he's fairly green and new. That's why they were having him work with Rebel, who has a little bit of experience. Same with J.T. Smith being teamed up with Cairo. It's funny that the youngsters have the basically more talent than the, the veterans. <laughs> yeah. The veterans just have more experience. Name brand. Right. They're selling the tickets, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's such a stupid spot. Rock and Rebel runs over, slaps JT Smith, causes him to jump in the ring, and the ref starts just staring at JT Smith, not acknowledging the fact that Rock and Rebel is the one that initiated the whole situation. Just another reason to hate Rock and Rebel. Uh, you hate him, or, or that's how I circle it back to. <laughs> yeah, or how I view wrestling is hate the fucking ref. Because <laughs> if, if you're the ref and you see an asshole do that, you turn to the asshole and say, cut the fucking shit, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You don't yell at the baby face. You just got smacked. <laughs> and I guess that's just like being it's a true. teacher. It's true. It's like if an asshole in my class yells at like the nicest kid and calls the nicest kid a, a sh some name, I'm not going to... Get mad at the nice kid when they try to yell at the asshole. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, he's trying to defend himself? <laughs> right. Come on. Come on, refs. Good tag work actually working them in their own No, th this is actually a good tag team match. Yeah. And, and I, I get it. The whole referee thing is you want to have those spots where it cuts off the ring for a moment so that the heels can cheat. And... You get that separation for a while, which is good to have in a match. Man, ECW's lighting blows in this ECW arena. Because depending on the camera angle, sometimes it's just a huge blur of light. Like the fucking sun just showed up. You barely see anything. Alright, so we're getting a hot tag situation. Not really that hot of a tag because no, nobody cares. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very kind of laxy-daisy. Not laxy-daisy, but kind of expect a little more, I guess. It was supposed to be, but the fans didn't pop for it. <laughs> they weren't paying attention to what was going on. The wrestlers were doing their best effort to create a hot tag situation, but it's not hot if it's not hot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
The pit bulls just force him with the clothesline. All right, pit bulls in the ring with JT Smith. Rebel and Cairo, who have been rivals for a while at this point in ECW. They've had their fair share of matches. Hey, JT Smith gets a win over Pitbull. And I don't think like another. Didn't he beat Mike Awesome? Yes, he did beat Mike Awesome because Mike Awesome fell off the, the broken ropes at the night the line was crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Not so. Damn, good for JT Smith. Yeah. I'm like rooting for this guy. It sucks. I know it's like. Yeah, he's not going to do anything good other than being the full-blooded Italians down the road. <laughs> Black guy and the full-blooded Italians. Yeah, that's, that's probably most like social justice. <laughs> and we got another recap of the matches. Coming on March 5th. There's a name for this show. March 5th. I think it's Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday, Bloody Sunday, something like that. Awesome, Mike Awesome. Got a rough neck, gotta get a rough neck. Hi. Oh, Jason. The sexiest man on earth. How All right, let's like lay out for this series of promos. How do you like my suit? No, we got it. How do you like my sweat? And how do you like my roughneck? That's right. I am the roughneck. Tougher and meaner than any undertaker. Hawk, you call yourself a warrior? Boy, let me tell you something. Back when I was growing up in the hood, I was the man that beat up the boys and took their money. Now, you want to deal with me? You call yourself coming from Chicago? Boy, I am from Kansas. I'm in the hood, baby. The bricks. I am the man, the roughneck. You're going down with the sidewalk swing. Also You're going down for the sidewalk slam. Yes. Hey, I'm so jealous of the people that lived in this area and were watching this show. And their local network and we're able to go all right i'm going to fucking ecw next saturday like yeah twice a month or once a month or whatever it was it's some cheesesteak watch some wrestling it's like it's not like fucking yankee pro wrestling <laughs> it's like god shit this is good stuff it's on tv like even if like yankee pro was on tv that would make it much more exciting to want to go see them it definitely boasts its credibility. Yeah. Right. I have a weekly show and be like, ah, you got to go watch it live, though. All right, so we're getting a recap of the Snooker versus Tommy Dreamer match. This was from the night the line was crossed. And surely this will be all for Tommy Dreamer. If he can't roll out of the way or get a foot up, Anything. This match is Snooker, over. 1994. Pretty sure he was at Yankee Pro back in 1994-95. <laughs> Making some extra money. 
Tommy Dreamer kicks out. Kicks out. This is a big deal. Yeah. That was huge. That was the first time. Yep. The first time somebody's kicked out of the splash. It's quite the... Considering like how well-known he is as a wrestler, I mean, it's quite a thing to say. Knowing it's like not true. And how many people do you think actually kicked out, though? I don't think he was the first one. Yeah. He never like fucking wrestled Hogan in a fucking house show as a heel or something. Right. Well... May not have been a heel at the time Hogan was big. Yeah, well you yeah that's... I wonder. I could be right now. I mean, it could be legitimate. It just doesn't seem uh, I guess I'm just desensitized to, like, the... Yeah. Yeah, because everyone kicks out everyone's finishing nowadays. Right. It just seems like bullshit for a company like ECW to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first time ever someone's kicked and, and, out hey. of the Super Splash. But they'll end Hughes up there saying he's bigger and badder than Undertaker. Than a Undertaker. <laughs> you heard him say that, right? Now. Right, yeah. And he had a match with the Undertaker. Uh, just prior to this. Hughes was in, ni- in WWF back in 1993. Had the feud with the Undertaker. I think he fought him at... I don't know. One of the pay-per-views. I think maybe King of the Ring or King of the Ring 93. I don't want to fuck it up, but I'm pretty sure he did. He did make a return to WWF in 97 through 99 when he fucking lost a shit ton of weight. And we've talked about that. (laughs) When he was with Jericho. Yep. We just covered that. Yeah. Not too long ago. Yeah, so in 1993, Mr. Hughes stole the Undertaker's urn. And they had a match for the urn. <laughs> and was that, yeah, was that King of the Ring? King of the Ring 93. Or just prior to King of the Ring 93, rather. <laughs> That's close line. This is Jimmy Havoc's father or something he's wrestling. This is Hack Myers. <laughs> Wanna be like Cactus Jack. That's how I always thought of him. He'll go on to be a, not a mainstay, but be a part of ECW. Here and there. Not necessarily continue on from this point. But he's a hardcore guy. Ended up dying uh, four years ago. Or five years ago. It's such a shame. So many people would have been so young on ECW die. Died at 41 years old. He's a Shaw. That was his nickname, Shaw. Hack Myers. So we'll, we'll see a lot more of him throughout 94, 95, and even into 96. <laughs> Your favorite team. What the fuck kind of music is this? <laughs> Alright, so Curtis Hughes is slapping the shit out of Hack Myers, who just took his first Jack job. Jack Beastie Boys beat. Yeah, he's that one. Give it to Paul. <laughs> When Jason, the Rock and Rebel, oh. and the Pitbull got involved. So Peaches uh-huh. looks like. Peaches is looking good lately. Oh yeah, she's looking good. All right, so Jay Sully's interviewing Jason, Pitbull, and Rock and Rebel with the Sandman and Peaches. 
You can't hear shit nice. going down. Yoga pants. Cowboy boots on too. So we can't really hear what's happening. Joey Styles is kind of telling us what what happens here. So maybe we need to lay out and listen to what Joey Styles is saying. Peaches might be, she might just slap Jason herself. We've seen that before. Quite frankly, she'd probably level him. Oh, she's looking like she's ready to gear back and, and let him have it now. <laughs> and Jake, what a mouth on it. Wait a minute. Well, the Sandman claims that Peaches could take Jason at any time. Now, what's this again? I'm, wait a minute. I thought this situation was going to end peacefully. Oh, Rock and Rub, what an asshole. Asshole himself. Oh! Ooh. And he hits Peaches by accident. Peaches. And he hits Jay Solid. He can't see it wasn't water. Did we see this? I feel like we saw this. Uh, I feel like we did too. Yeah. But my memory is very bad. <laughs> Last thing with like taking two weeks off, <laughs> it's like you forget the. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks is a long time. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw this segment in the last episode on the February 8th episode. But yeah, Rock and Rebel threw some water. It's a fucking bottle of water. Yeah. Well, acting like it was some fucking chloroform. Something. Then. Sandman wax peaches and she's acting like she has shit in her eyes. No, you got bitch slap. You don't have shit in your eyes. Unless you're just crying. Alright, so they quickly move on to a match. You got the Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris, kicking the f shit out of somebody. Shit, yeah. I don't know. Who the fuck's in the match? Alright, so it's Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody. Good. Fuck them. I like this. <laughs> we were team Larry Winters. Yeah, Larry Winters our boy. Fuck, fuck Tony Stetson. Hit man Tony Stetson. Remember that just about a year ago? That's what we were watching. <laughs> Larry Winters, Tony Stetson. Hit man. Iron Man, Tommy Cairo. We actually got legit people that we've seen in the big times. In WCW, in WWF. Things have changed. Moving on up. Yeah. In, fuck. This is episode 44 <laughs> that we've watched. 44 episodes in, in this journey. Wow. When did you ever think you were going to watch 44 straight episodes of ECW TV? Never. Never. <laughs> but we're doing it. It's fun. Fun little thing to do. Oh. <laughs> it's funny when they get thrown over the ring and they try to hang on. <laughs> yeah. To like break their fall, but they fall awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, they should have just took the bump the way it was intended <laughs> to be. That's what that looked like. There. <laughs> Man, these Bruce, Bruce brothers are fucking the shit up out of these guys. And at the night the line was crossed, the Bruce Brothers had a fucking hell of a battle with Public Enemy. That's, I think that was probably the second best match on the show. Was that brawl? Bruce Brothers, Public Enemy. 
That first half of the card sucked. It was brutal. It was a tough watch. This ain't so bad. This ain't that bad. Oh, this episode's definitely better than the first hour of the promos. Special. Good mix of a lot going on here. Yep. That haircut reminds me of um, the movie Airheads. Like Brandon Fraser's hair. Oh, Brandon Fraser. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good movie. That's a fucking underrated movie. Nobody talks about that movie anymore. Brandon Fraser, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler. No, man. No, good too. We're gonna talk about Brandon Fraser. Who was in Biodome? Um, Stephen Baldwin and Paulie Shaw. That's who the other guy was, Stephen Baldwin. I knew Paulie Shaw. I can't remember who the other guy was. He's done. He's quitting. Nothing on the bridge, and I'm fucking out of here. That was a shitty throw into the bike rack. That sucks. There's a bunch of little kids there, though, so maybe he was playing safe. <laughs> Good. Fuck Johnny Hotbody. He's an asshole. He's a cocksucker. He used to spit on fans. I'm in the ICU. Imagine spitting out fans nowadays. Oh my god. Going to jail. It's a oh, fucking double. Big boots to the face. Pin his ass. There we go. Get this fucking scrub out. Johnny Hotbody. Yeah, exactly right, JV. Fucking scrub. Take his fucking do rag off, too, and show his bald head. Johnny Baldspa. Speaking of being bald, I can't get a haircut anymore because of this quarantine. So I'm so close to just buzzing my head, having a fucking thought about visa. It too. Like, like shit. What the fuck? My hair's getting like out of control. It, it's like to the point where it's so long that whenever I wake up, it looks like shit because it's like I'm so thin in spots. So it's like <laughs> look like a fucking monster. I have to fix my hair to make it look normal. It's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to fucking buzz it off. <laughs> I, I, I got my buzzers ready. I did a slight little haircut to myself. I just trimmed around my ears without fucking too much up. I was like, alright, that looks pretty good. Why, <laughs> <laughs> do you have to leave the house or anything? Not really, no. No. I oh, had fuck to, that. I huh? go to grocery store. Oh, that's that it. Yeah, I just put a fucking hat on. The poor dragon just being beaten all over this arena with chairs. Alright, so I'm afraid I'll fucking destroy my hand. What's left of it? Oh my! Oof. <laughs> Atomic <laughs> drop on the chair. Alright, <laughs> so we didn't we didn't present what's going on here, but we have Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac, the tag team champions against the Young Dragons. The Young Dragons, it's a new team that we're just being introduced to, who's a Java team getting their asses beat the fuck out of by Kevin Sullivan and Taz. Oh my god, they're kicking the shit out of them. They, they were smashing them with chairs, slamming these guys into the fucking corner. Taz gave a headbutt to the gut. Well, this is actually a guy named Paul Loria and Mikey Whipwreck who made his debut not too long ago, but he's playing a double role here, and he's in this tag team match. And the referee stops the match because these young dragons are getting their asses to beat the fuck out of. 
just destroying these two young men. These young dragons are wearing like. Oh, somebody please stop these two. Yeah, what are they wearing? Yeah, they weren't like mummy outfits, like karate <laughs> geese. <laughs> they weren't. Yeah, they weren't karate geese with a mask and long, long hair. It's wigs. They weren't wigs. It's gotta be wigs. I couldn't tell because the. Yeah, it is a wig. I don't know if it was like some part of a weird elaborate mask. Like Kevin Sullivan is headbutting the shit out of one dude. With headbutts. This looks stiff too. Now the Bruise Brothers are coming in. Alright, so this is setting up a feud. So we just saw a Bruise Brothers match. They annihilated. Oh, now we're getting... Actually, oh, enemy. Here we go. Yeah, now we're getting a whole mix of the tag team scene coming in here. Public Enemy. Yeah, it's getting better. Kevin Sullivan, Taz, Bruce Brothers, Public Enemy. All you really need is four or five teams to make a legit division at a time. I would say five teams is probably best to have. Also want to make note, though, that woman was out there with the tag team titles on her shoulder, looking as good as she always does. And just speaking of, as I did earlier, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary is they do a great job covering women and obviously her tragedy. Uh, they also make a highlight in that documentary her wrestling career, which many people forget that she's not just a woman that was killed by Chris Benoit. She actually was a fucking solid woman manager and talent at a time when women weren't really considered to be special in wrestling back in 89, 90, 91, 92 at that time there supposed to just be visuals right so definitely worth going back to watch that episode and you know, appreciate how they bring up her career Perhaps the public enemy can run interference for the tag team champions. I mean, they'll work cheap. Uh-oh. We know that. Going to the back. Yep. Yeah, so they... Bruce Brothers are brought to the back. Taz and Sullivan are left in the ring, but so are public enemy, and they're staring down face-to-face. -face. And there's woman. Back to wrestling. Woman. <laughs> it's supposed to be mother, but I say woman. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Woman's another song. Oh, is it? It doesn't go like this. Yeah, I'm singing mother, but I say woman. <laughs> Why do you guys just fight? Huh? Yeah, by, um, what the fuck's the name of the band? Steppenwolf or something? Yes, something like that. I might be wrong. Seems the public enemy's got a problem with Sullivan and the Tasmania. Why is Public Enemy trying to, like, reason with Taz and Sullivan? They're supposed to be, like, wild maniacs. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden they Yeah, like, okay, all right, guys. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> we are now intelligent life. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Styles says to Sullivan, you're all there. Kevin Sullivan's doing that old Brosy Bruder Brosy Brosy I can't even speak Broser Broody uh, Huss 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 
And then even the Berserker would do it in WWF. John Nord, Viking. That's what you do when you're crazy, I guess, in wrestling. Just yell. This little promo again. They show the shitty offices of ECW. Oh, Public Enemy is interrupting. Uh-oh. Look like burglars. Oh, let's see what they have to say in this little shit promo. Do I take care of you? Do I take care of you? Are we brothers, Rocco? Are we brothers? Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. We got to find a paper. See who gets the next title shot. Cause the we in the title. That's a good idea. Oh look, Rocco, don't touch everything with your fingers. Oh, don't worry, Johnny. Don't worry. Go find that. We gotta find that baby. We gotta find. We gotta find that title shot because I'm telling you, I hope they don't give the next shot to the blue. We need brothers. We need people. Put them away. We need them. We'll get them. That's okay. Yeah, look at that Prince. Okay. Uncle Rocco is still it's kind of more fascinated with the maps on the wall. Yeah, the maps. <laughs> I I can understand the map because one map looks like a like a Pennsylvania map where they can kind of map out where they're gonna go. Oh, we came in there and we helped you, Tasmaniac. We helped you, Sullivan. We beat okay. them bruised brothers off you like a dog. We helped you, Sullivan. You turn around. Uh, they're something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they want a title shot. That's all they want. Yeah. Public Enemy versus Taz and Kevin Sullivan. Hey, if I was booking it, I'd be like, yeah, give Public Enemy the fucking tag team titles. Kevin Sullivan and Taz as a tag team? Break up them. Let them fight each other. Well, he doesn't have gloves on. His sleeves really are just too long. On the left. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like shit. You're not world champions. You're champions of Philadelphia. <laughs> Alright, so that concludes that episode of ECW Hardcore TV. And that was that was fun. That was a good episode. You had... It was paced Doug- well. Yeah, it was paced well. And they, the promos. Yeah, they had matches. right exactly. So they had some good promos that kind of gave us a recap of the night the line was crossed, and it almost feels like we're moving away from that now. And they're hyping up the March fifth show. So in the beginning, we see a whole recap of Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, Sabu. Then we get a Shane Douglas versus Sabu match that ends up being a fucking <laughs> schmaz and out. That's good. Paulie cuts the promo. We got a nice tag team match. Good tag team match between Pitbull, Rock and Rebel against JT Smith and Tommy Cairo. JT Smith gets a pinfall victory there, so that was cool. We get the debut of Hack Myers getting beat down by Mr. Hughes, the Roughneck. And then you get more of the whole angle with Sandman and Peaches and Rock and Rebel, which is, seems like it's been going on for an entire year at this point. And then the Bruce Brothers, we got this whole tag team angle. So they're building up the tag teams in this episode. So this was kind of tag team based, if you look back at it. You know, Rock and Rebel, Pitbull, JT Smith, Cairo, Bruce Brothers, yeah. Stetson, Hot Body, Sullivan, Taz, beating the shit out of the young dragons. And then Public Enemy comes in and claims this spot as like, we're the number one contenders. As they should be. Because they're the fucking hottest tag team there. So, cool shit there. I gotta agree with you. Yeah, 
we'll take a little break and we'll get right back at it with uh, episode 45 from February 22nd of 1994. So we'll have a we'll have some music playing for you there, and then we'll be right back. enjoyed that detachable penis <laughs> from King Missile <laughs> which was uh, song, when did that song come out? Was it 94? Uh, it's right, right around this time. Yeah, right around I mean, this time. It was time. on Beavis and Butthead. So. Yeah. Was it in Beavis and Butthead on one of the videos that they make fun of? 
Oh, yes. And was, I love those. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the best part. That was my favorite. The skits yeah. were good, but the best part was watching them bash music videos. Yeah. So that, that was my favorite part, at least. That's the underrated part. Because today, you can't really go back and watch those things unless you had the original episodes. Because now it's right. all just the the animation yeah. from Mike Judge. They don't they don't play that video shit anymore. You can't get that. And I always loved that because that was kind of like science mystery science theater to me, which I loved at the time back in '94 when I used to watch it with my dad on the weekends. Just like people just goofing on shit that was on the screen, which is basically what we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, we're the we're the fucking beavers and buttheads of ECW wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that request came in though. So a request. So with that said, that's a thing you can do from now on. And this first request came from Frank Frank Alves, our, our friend who uh, big supporter of ours from Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, Hurricane Ron Wrestling, went to high school with them. Great guy. I worked with him. Yeah, he security. is. I, I don't know him, obviously, as you. I think I've met him maybe a couple of times, but yeah. he's always been like a very cool dude. Yeah, awesome dude, and big supporter of ours. And he uh, he messaged me like, oh, do the request because we do the music. You know, that's become a thing with this show is to play some music during the breaks. Yep. And he said, oh, you're taking a request? I said, yeah, as long as it's like timely, like if it's like Prior to what we're at, I'm not gonna pluck it, fucking play like <laughs> Backstreet Boys or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like something that came after 1994. Yeah, but... play some Kenny Chesney or something. It's like, well, well yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's he's on the same. Um, he knows. As us. similar comedy and it seems like and shit. Yeah, he's on the same wave wavelength as us. He knows. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's of the time or just before. So yeah, it's awesome pick actually. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, that fucking song is hilarious. So good pick, Frank. And you know, with that it's said, a it's a song. I wouldn't be shocked if it was played on like an original recording of hardcore TV. Well, that's the other thing is if 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 I go through and I go through notes or whatever of like usually I'll check out what other people have to say about certain episodes or about the cover. Not looking to like the details of the match, but I'm looking more towards like production. Like, was there a video package and what was the music? Because I want to take that music and put it in the show if it was used because we're using the WWE Network version, which doesn't give us the fucking good shit. <laughs> so, I want to try to get the feel as much as possible. So, that's another criteria is, oh, if you know of a song that was played during this episode, tell us and we'll play it. Or if I find it, I'm going to play it. Or if you just like a song from that year, that time period, let us know and we'll play it. So, Frank, you, you kicked it off. We're now a request. <laughs> request show here. So, <laughs> Thanks for that. But, everybody, guys, let's move on now. We uh, we started off with a pretty good episode, I think, and we'll see what we have in store here. <laughs> Looking at the card right now, I'm like, ah, I don't know, but it it could be good. So let's uh let's get ready for episode 45 of ECW Hardcore TV from February 22nd, 1994. And I'll give a countdown like usual. Give you guys a few seconds to get set up. 
I know I'm set up at this point. JV, you are all good. good to go. Yeah, 4308. All right, yeah, it's 4308. This is the runtime here. Length. I'll count down three down to one and say play, and then we'll all click play. When I say play, three, two, one, play. Another fucking different opening. That's some music, though. Sounds like some good music, too. Yeah. What the fuck? Black and white? Yeah, it's all black and white. That's all. Yeah, it's more recap of the night the line was crossed. Oh, this is a cool song, actually. I don't know who it is. It sounds like fake Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not Ozzy Osbourne because I looked it up on Shazam. I was just going to say, just jam it. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't able to get anything. So it's... It's music that's free. Free to people. But it's some good music, I think. I agree. Yeah, I wish we could actually find the music so we could play it at the end of the show. But, I mean, you're hearing it here. Slightly. Oh. So February, March 5th, rather, is going to be called Funk's Revenge. Why does he need oh, revenge? Video nice. Oh, yeah, this is fucking top quality. Hey, we're getting a good episode here. Oh, yeah. Oh, they just added new shit. They added Shane Douglas and Sherry with the fire. Yeah, this is probably the best quality that we've seen. Maddie in the house. ECW, here we are. Alright, Joey Styles in the Eagle's Nest. Bringing us NWA. I still hate that. Like, still associated with NWA. It's going to be about six more months, though. Alright, so Joey Styles telling us that we're going to see Mike Awesome. Snooker's here. Right here this week. On Eastern Championship Wrestling, the television champion TV Sabu, first on time TV. back on TV in a couple yeah. months, will defend. TV title should always be on the line on TV. TV. It should only be wrestled on TV. Right. That's true. And the Tasmaniac destroyed the up and coming tag team known as the Young Dragons. In fact, the referee had to stop the match because the Dragons were. Yeah, those Young Dragons got their asses kicked. To, yeah, they did. Nowhere, the Buried. The ring and the champion, the oh my God! Yeah, just seeing what we watched earlier, and now looking at this yeah. video. Why didn't it look like this? Oh my God! So clear and clean. So it had to be the actual recording, not 
I thought there was a right. you had the same problem, and now you have the same solution. Between the tag team champions so, yeah. and the public enemy, I this thought was perhaps just women had laid out some green Even the font, look at it, you can see, like, right. the shadow. You know, and props to WWE Network for actually still including shitty episodes. Trying to be completed. You know, yeah, I'd rather that than be complete with it. Because they can easily say, ah, we got this good shit, we'll just play this. Fuck it. Well, as you've called them before, the young interns working at WWE Network. They probably love ECW and want every episode on there. Alright, so we got another recap of the public enemy sneaking through the cabinet. Hey, once you talk about all this shit before you go in there, you're gonna make your plan while you're in the office? <laughs> hey, we're gonna break in and then we'll talk about what we're gonna do. <laughs> Alright, now what do we do? We're here. Why did we come here again? Okay. It did. But the night the line was crossed. Bruce Brothers, Public Enemy. Great battle. Public Enemy is one of the first teams that can be recognized ECW. We helped you, We helped you, Sullivan. We beat them Bruce Brothers off you like a dog. Like, going back, like, going in my memory right now, going back, 94, 95-ish. Probably more so 95. I was reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Public Enemy and Sabu popped out when I looked at that magazine. It made me see what ECW was. Papers are no papers, Johnny. It's a hell of a memory you got there, well, those two thugs, I do have hell of a memory. <laughs> not necessarily short-term anymore. <laughs> but I get my long-term shit down. Count anywhere in the building will face the ECW tag team champions Kevin, Kevin Sullivan, Sullivan and the, and the Tasmaniac. Tasmaniac later that very same night, Saturday night, March 15th. You know, though, even when we were kids, I was able to fucking like recite where each fucking show was. Like, oh, where was this? Yeah. WrestleMania. All right, where, where was this? What match? Yeah, at least with wrestling, you're fucking. Memory is really good. Well, that's why I became a history teacher, too. Very sharp memory. <laughs> I was able to remember just history shit. Like, oh, yeah, I can teach this now because I know everything. <laughs> I get this. Shit, what kind of music is this they're coming out to? It sounds like Pink Floyd. <laughs> this does not go along with Rock and Rod's dance dancing in the ring. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What was their music, though? Oh, they had to have... They had to have a theme. I'm gonna look it up. They came out with something simple. We'll have to end the show with it. If you don't have one lined up. No, I don't. So, whatever. We like the party, rock the party. Something like that. Nope, that was WCW. From the House Party album? Soundtrack? I was part of a kid and play. <laughs> and dragon breath. 
Does Martin Lawrence? Oof. They really want to fucking reshow this shit, huh? Yeah, so many. That's, Didn't uh, they just that... reshow this? No. Uh, yeah. 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 They did. Yeah, that becomes a problem with ECW Hardcore TV, is that a lot of it becomes re, like reshow of what they've done before. And I don't get that. Maybe they just don't have enough shows to produce no new content. It's not out of the realm of possibility. But man, look how clear this is. <laughs> we see these rules. This is better than like some of the fucking other shit I see in the network, like current day. Yeah. Yeah, so right now they're just showing the march for the show. There he is. Awesome Mike Awesome. Here comes a hot stepper. That doesn't sound like a real song. I'm gonna is that the public enemy song? Yeah. Well since Sabu, and there you have it, because on Saturday night, no. No, that's what it yeah. No, that's right. That is the song. It comes the hot step, but word him up. Him lyrical gangster, word him up. <laughs> that's what they call it. That was their song. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice it. Shit. All right, so we'll have, that's the end song. We'll get that. <laughs> that's why he dances like that. Right. <laughs> All right, so we got Mike Awesome. What is he in? Uh, handicap match against Mikey Whipwreck and is that Keith Shearer or Kevin Shearer? It's one of those Shearer brothers that were in the same outfits a couple weeks back, though, right? <laughs> Kind of looks like Jim Brewer. <laughs> Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, that was the guy that was Goatman. Goat Boy. On SNL. Jesus. Also, it was Keith Chera. All right, Keith Chera, Mikey Whipwreck. This guy's a beast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Mikey Whipwreck. I just called him Jim Brewer. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> Mike Austin's gonna fucking dominate his ass right now. Ah! Mikey. Mikey Whipwreck getting his ass beat by Mikey that has the meanest mullet in the business. <laughs> that thing's sick. <laughs> you don't fuck with a guy with that mullet. Fuck no. Like, we can make fun of. It's got um, nothing to lose. We can make fun of Tommy Cairo's, but we can't make fun of his. <laughs> We can't make fun of Mike Awesome's mullet. I think he gives a fuck about going to jail, walking around with that thing. Nope. Nope. He still gets his when he wants it. Oh, that's a good one. Although fucking Mikey had to flip too much over. <laughs> Couldn't just stay in one spot. But it wasn't supposed to be a pinfall, I guess. Man, I said it last time, Mike Awesome is fucking awesome. And I think it was Rick Beebe. 
Rick BB, shout out to you, Rick BB. Great listener here of the Extreme ECW Livecast, supporter of our shows. And you had a message us telling us that Mike Awesome was on, kind of on a uh, New Japan run during this time, basically. Catching those checks. Yeah. And that's why he uh, never went on anywhere else, because he was all good with doing the New Japan deals. Oh, the All all Japan. Maybe even All Japan, too. So, thanks for reaching out to us, Rick. We always appreciate that. We hope everything's going good for you right now during this tough time with this coronavirus bullshit. So keep on listening. And keep on giving us information. Yeah, can't wait till this shit passes. That was a nice double pin, though. Right yeah, there. It was. Like, awesome. Fucking big splash. Fucking power bombing one guy onto another guy. <laughs> like, shit, man. This guy's awesome. And that's why he's called Mike Awesome, apparently. I feel like a dumbass not coming up with a better adjective. <laughs> this guy's awesome. He's Mike Awesome. <laughs> this guy's incredible. Mike Incredible. But I'm also grateful because then you have one you can spam and say as many times as you want. And <laughs> yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs> eh, that's how you gotta be, I guess, with wrestling fans. Keep it simplistic. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. We're simps. <laughs> yeah. Kids call it. Is that why the Simpsons were called the Simpsons? Oh, uh, maybe. Because <laughs> it was meant that's for Simpsons. <laughs> Shit. Breakthrough. Oh, no. Are we, what is this? Oh, fucking Johnny Hotbody interview? Yeah. Johnny Hotbody looks so much bigger than Joey Styles. Well, as he should. But. You're not the Broad Street bully. Tommy Cairo's the Broad Street bully. Bullshit. Alright, let's listen to this asshole. Who's headed to the ring? Yeah, and he's got a real tough uh, opponent here tonight, yeah? Who is it? Terry Funk? You say Tommy Funk? Is, is it Hawk? No. Is it Johnny Hotbody? Obviously not. <laughs> Who is it? He's taking on Donny Allen. Oh, hey, that ought to take a hold. <laughs> is that a champion, like, jean <laughs> shirt? This guy sucks. It does look now, like a champion a jean button down. <laughs> Like a champion denim button down. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's wearing fucking blue bass. Should have been there. Why? Ugh. This guy's creepy. This is weird. Just said he got a hold of a young girl. He felt like royalty. You know what that means? Royalty. There were fucking girls that were way on the rage. He signs contracts to wrestle these guys that are seven foot tall. You go to you go to tag him. He's not there to be found. He leaves me in a ring to get my butt kicked. No, wait a minute. partner. He's a real sharp partner. He's about as sharp as a marble. I was in this eagle's nest right here last week. You're the one that <laughs> yeah, went tagging right. to the match. You were here in the eagle's nest. I was in the ring getting my butt kicked, looking for a tag from the hitman Tony Stetson. Where was he? Nowhere to be found. He's probably probably fasting with his with the with the thing he calls his girl right now. 
This guy sucks. Yeah, th yeah, this is... This is way longer than it should be. <laughs> Johnny Hotbot is, like, kind of shooting from the hip, too. Thinking he's, like, fucking Andrew Dice Clay coming up with one-liners. Like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> and there he is. Oh, oh. Oh, Johnny Hotbody's partner, Hitman Tony Stetson, is now wearing some bullshit vest. Nice fucking clothesline, though. Kick off the match, but who the fuck's he fighting? Who the fuck would take that bump like that? Oh, it's Donnie Allen. Okay, that makes sense. Donnie Allen is... Why are these guys wearing jackets? Yeah, what is that? It's an awful color, too. Tommy Allen's wearing this fucking gold jacket. Tony Stetson was wearing some fucking Michael Jackson shit. Oh, yeah, look at that. Picking on some little punk. Look at him. Why? What do you want? Yeah, why, why is he yelling hot body? <laughs> Tony Stetson. Hot body! Yeah, he knows I'm up here. Like, what? Just his mentor, I guess. <laughs> so they're outside the ring and Tony Stetson hits a nice little suplex onto the shitty ass mat. No mat actually, for the concrete. Tony Stetson's not bad either. No. It's just annoying looking. Yeah. Well, those tattoos are annoying too. He's got the fucking little shitty jail tattoos. Or just like the 80s tattoos. Yeah, tattoos on a budget. Yeah. Wow. Fucking done a clothesline and gets the pinfall of Donnie Allen. All right, Donnie Allen can't put up a fight against anybody from this point on. I don't want to see Donnie Allen get any offense on anybody else anymore. If he just got his ass kicked like this by Tony Stetson. Now go sing karaoke, buddy. Get out. Yeah. Go to the bar in the corner. And in the meantime, we had Johnny Hotbody on commentary during this fucking thing. That was some shitty, yeah, shitty shit that we just saw. <laughs> Alright, so they're showing a replay of Jimmy Snooker. Doing the big splash, Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer is going to kick out. And Snooker looks at him incredulously, like, what the hell just happened? He can't believe it, because it's the first time somebody's kicked out, apparently, according to ECW history. This was two weeks ago at the night the line was crossed. They continue to play this show. Oof. And this will lead to a snooker match coming up. Well, so after this highlight, you're saying? Yeah. A replay, rather. Yeah, so snooker's probably going to kick the shit out of somebody. <laughs> Donnie Allen again. <laughs> yeah, Donnie Allen, get back in there. Get your ass kicked. A super, super, super fly. His WWE music, or WWF music was awesome, I thought. I don't know if you remember it from... Wasn't it just like jungle music? 
Well, it starts off like super, super, super fly, and then it's like jungle music, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> He's still in good shape here. Yeah, he is absolutely. Oh, here's the other Shear. <laughs> there he is. He's got his leopard on. The shit Shearers have never teamed together. <laughs> They're just on the same shows with the same outfit, not teaming that together. Lady at the ring. Did you see that? Lady? Yeah, right there. Yeah, inside the Hunter Q. Alright, so with Hunter Q Robbins, we have Lady holding. Jacket? Who the fuck is that? It's not Peaches. There's only one blonde lady in this show at this point. Maybe she's just a ringside attendant. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, who the fuck is that? Alright, we'll keep, on, uh, keep an eye on that. But the one man who actually survived that splash, who took the, and was able to kick out is young 22-year-old Tommy Dreamer. Oh, look at Snooker's face. He's, like, freaking out. This man is not I wonder why he killed somebody. He's, like, freaking out. Yeah, he's not all there. Like, he looks like something's missing. Yeah. He's not acting. <laughs> oh, my God. this guy up already. You ugly fuck. Get this match going. Jack though. Is jacked. Muscles on muscles. What's this guy doing in the middle of the front row? Yelling at people. <laughs> Let's go. I came in to watch wrestling. Let's get this match going. Fuck you, Hunter Q. Robbins, a turd. <laughs> I could do your job. Dreamer's looking for revenge. You can bet. Snooker wants to prove to the whole world that it was a fluke that Tommy Dreamer kicked out of that splash. He'll look to hit it again Saturday night, March 5th. Snooker and Dreamer, it's a match I won't want to miss. Look at Tommy Dreamer on March 5th. Snooker now showing that they build it to. Kyle Shearer. This is the twin brother of Keith Shearer, who earlier didn't fare too well against Mike Awesome. Sure, Kyle saw that match in the back, hoping he can fare better against the Superfly. I'm so glad that WWE Network added many of the Supercard shows. Yeah. 94. Can actually have a good source to watch them. Well, this episode is not as good as the last one we covered. No. This one's a lot slower. This is slow. We got two, two talented wrestlers against two squash jobbers, essentially. Yeah, so not the first... Yeah, right. Not that he's that talented, but I mean... Oh, we had two jobbers... Actually, three jobber matches three in a row. Three jobbers, really, yeah. Mike Awesome kicked the shit out of Mikey Whipwreck and Shira. Cody Stetson kicked the shit out of Donnie Allen. That's, and that's a double jobber match. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now Snook is going to kick the shit out of Kyle Shira. So I've seen four jobbers in three matches. Yeah, so. I mean, at least it's new. But shit, yeah. This is kind of a down week. And next week, I guess, next week will probably be like the type of go-home show, the March 5th yeah. show. So we'll probably get something cool next week. 
Come on, you could fucking throw this guy into the third row, Jimmy. Oh shit, why are you wrestling this guy? What? Come on, get the fuck out of here. A guy with his gut sticking out like that is gonna knock you down? Oh, and he's doing a snooker. He even fucking has the balls to get on his knees and do the snooker movement. Ooh, Jimmy Snooker. Oh yeah, Snooker's gonna kill this guy. Snooker's probably so high on cocaine right now. And he's like, that guy did that? I'm gonna fucking forgot. kill him. He forgot it's part of the show. Yeah. I feel like he could rip this guy's heart out like Indiana Jones. <laughs> the Tokyo oh. Dune scene. <laughs> That's the thing. In wrestling, there's gotta be those guys. Like, just looking at this guy, Kyle Shearer, he might be a guy who thinks he's a tough guy. It thinks like, oh yeah, well he's just a wrestler, so I can fucking say what I want, and then not realize that this guy is fucking bigger and meaner than you and can kill you. They're like, dude, you didn't hear? This guy actually killed someone. <laughs> someone, one of his quote-unquote friends, is just scaring the shit out of him. I mean, a lot of what I'm saying is just being based off of. But I've seen with the, the, new, the New Jack episode on Dark Side of the Ring. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, these guys get in the ring with New Jack. They think, ah, oh, yeah, he's a wrestler, but nah, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> you don't know what his state of mind is at this point in time, so don't try to test him. Because if you test him, you might set him off. Fucking crazy. Ooh, thumb to the throat. It's the most exciting thing that's happened in nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, why is this match so fucking long? <laughs> Snooker's entertainment sucks. Yeah, Snooker, your entertainment blows. Hurry it up. I don't know why you sucked in WWF. You never got over. You were big back in 82 when nobody was watching. 82-83 it was this big spot. In WWF. Then he came back in 89 and he fucking blew. Now we're here five years later. Looks good. But still boring. The whole Islander gimmick sucks. Yes, it does. It's been used too much. Just over and over again. I'm an Islander. What, what does that mean? Like, you're a savage? Alright, Snooker has a splash, but Tommy Dreamer is outside the ring. Tommy Dreamer just fucked up. Hunter Q. Hunter Q, yeah. That should have been more of the focal point of this fucking match. It should have happened earlier, like three minutes ago. But Tommy Dreamer is standing there like a little prick. I don't even think he should be doing that. I don't even think he should be like so confident right now. He earned the fucking pinfall of a snooker. Okay, we get it. But now he's like, oh, hey, I beat you. Now I got your manager. It's a heel thing to do. Yeah, it is. Now I want Tommy Dreamer to get his ass kicked. Being a little prick. 
You think Snooker cares about Hunter Q. Robbins? <laughs> he doesn't. His next line of cocaine. Yeah. He's going to get that in about five minutes. Where's <laughs> my payday and my line? Supposed to be three lines when I show up. I need to go to Revere tomorrow. It's like, Jimmy, Mr. Snooker, sir, you already took all three. Yeah. I don't remember that. Give me three more. All right, so Snooker tosses Hunter Q over his shoulder and walks to the back. Tommy Dreamer has Hunter Q's cane. So I wonder if they'll use that going forward in the storyline. But still, a nice solid splash they're going to show here on the replay. It shouldn't have taken Snooker to, to fucking beat this guy. Snooker is a former ECW champion. He's a former TV champion. And he's dealing with Kyle Shearer for fucking six, seven minutes. And Shearer even creates offense, leading to Shearer mocking Jimmy Snooker. Bullshit. Bad booking. Alright, now we got a little video package of Hawk coming out, which always annoys me as one member of the Legion of Doom coming out. <laughs> He still have a suit on. The heat is on? Yeah. Of course. All right, so now it's we got like lying in your bed. Jason. All sweaty. Over, hugging your pillow. And waking up only to realize what the fuck saying. that it was gonna just a dream. Oh, no. And unfortunately, Jason, the sexiest man on earth, is not okay. lying next to you. But I'm not here to talk about myself. I'm here to welcome back a great superstar to the ECW by the name of Road Warrior Hawk as he makes the worst mistake Alright, so Jason life. saying that yes, Hawk is making the worst mistake of his life by coming back to do his hair. Fucking Jason, all greasy. And that mistake sweaty. is mm -hmm. stepping into the ring with my roughneck Mr. Hughes. I'd rather see Jason now, in the match <laughs> than Mr. Hughes. Give you I think I agree. A piece of advice. Like, why are you trying to I'd look like so to good if you're not the wrestler? Yeah, I'd rather see Hughes on the here. Hughes on the mic. The only rush <laughs> yeah. that you're going to feel. That too. He would have been done by now. In the air. And as you come crashing Hawk, down, I fought the Undertaker. Ring, I fought people on WWF. That you means I'm good. So I'll fuck you up. Because remember one thing. <laughs> See you next week. Unlike Bye, motherfucker. It's like the fucking weather guy for Family Guy. Yeah. It's gonna rain. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna win. To fill my closet full of beautiful, beautiful. That's just how Curtis Hughes talks. That's not like a black thing. It's how he speaks. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm not racist. If people took it that way, fuck you. Yeah. I think I am I'm just trying to replicate the voice of a person. So yeah, you can make sound my accent too. The fuck? You, are gonna make it all you sound like Peter Griffin. I'd say you sound like Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I do feel very bad for you. How do you like that? <laughs> all right. So like, thank God that's apps. over. That yeah. was terrible. He's like, that was a fucking waste of time. Oh. Fucking shit. 
Now on a completely different, oh. a very disturbing incident. Joe's thought I was going to set up a Peaches and Sandman. Also, was the first time that that was shown? I thought I, I thought we had seen that earlier. The blinding of Sandman. I thought so too. Because the, the outfit Peaches had on looked familiar. Yeah. Alright, so we got a wedding here. Typical, like, 1993-94 shitty wedding. Whoa! What's Peaches doing? They're a tracker. She's fucking... What the hell is she doing? Looking like a whore. <laughs> I don't... I like it. No, she's been, like, classy girl at this point. What the fuck? I don't want to see her like this. I do. <laughs> Blown kisses, got a tongue out. She's got a little titties kind of showing. Well, she yeah. got a big body, though. Um, Very. Yeah, what the fuck? She's hot. Oh, she's moving her hair. Shit, alright. I don't know what music they originally played, <laughs> but this music works. Okay. Sounds like Rocky music going on now. Bang. <laughs> Alright, so they're showing the replay of Sandman going nuts after he gets hit with some, I don't know, fucking peroxide. Okay, we got a nice promo here. Jay Sully interviewing the Sandman, so let's take a listen. Would you care to comment? Yeah, Rebel, Pitbull, Jason, I'm not done with you yet. Sandman, what about Miss Peaches? What about Miss Peaches, Jay Sully? She's home doing the laundry. You know, she stuck her nose in a man's business and sometimes. <laughs> wow. Time to get out of this Sandman's becoming Sandman. Nice. Life's a bitch. And then you marry one. <laughs> that was good. JV, you gotta make sure that you put the audio up on that one. So that I will. That. <laughs> 39 minutes on our recording. I can still be shocked. I mean, here's a man with a wife. She's a high fashion model now. That's what Joey Styles saying. Get the fuck out of here. And then you marry one? I mean, fine. She, she looked nice in a dress and taking some glamour shots. Ain't no fucking high fashion model. What does that even mean? High fashion? Well, yeah, what the fuck is that? She had a black dress on? Yeah. Alright, so it looks like we're going to our main event now. It's Sabu. Being brought down still like Cannibal Lecter. No controlling him, so he has his handler. So he has 911, who's known at this point as 911. But now he has a second handler. And I don't know who the fuck that is. Neither do I. But Paulie's leading him out there. Paulie is holding his championship. Sabu is the ECW television champion. And I love that title. That's one of the early titles that I remember from this period. I thought it was cool. And yeah, cousin Pat Tanaka is in the ring. What up, cuzzy? Pat Tanaka's got a lot of good spots. He's agile. No, I mean good spots in, in the sense that he's been putting in a lot of good spots with talent where he's been. Oh yeah, he's a veteran. He's yeah, that's true. Safe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's probably the 
most experience and in top companies. Like AWA, WCW, yeah. and WWF. He's, he's, he's got a brand established for himself. Yep. He knows how to make money off it and help other guys make money off it. That's what it's all about, I guess. Although his fucking Especially wrestling attire, one. though. Yeah. It's like he works at a dentist's office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got fucking, like, nurse pants on. Scrubs. Yeah, he's got scrubs on, black t-shirt. He, like, works at a hospital but doesn't do anything medical related. Ah, he's the janitor. But, yeah, but has to wear the scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that was a solid slap. Yeah. Little. What a waste of energy just to do a Carlos line there. Yeah. Sabu tosses him down there. Sabu's got him in a headlock. I always thought it was weird that Sabu puts the tape around his arm and writes his name on it. Like on his left hand arm, left the bicep, he has tape on it and he writes Sabu on it. He does that throughout his career. I wonder why. Yeah. Like, why? Why are you writing your own name? I guess on. I guess you could argue. Oh, why do people put their name on pants? But that's pants that you order. Yeah, you see it. Like you can't see it that clearly from here. But if hey, if he had Sabu on his fucking back of his pants right now, you'd see it. Right, right? that'd be fine, I guess. But yeah, maybe I. I no, no, it'd be fine, but it makes more sense than writing it on your arm. Yeah. There's got to be a different reason for it. I don't think it's to, like, promote. Maybe he's, well, maybe he thinks he's promoting it. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just not smart. Saving money. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I have to put it on my trunks if I can just put tape on my arm and write it there? Because no one's going to see it, motherfucker. Yeah, well, it looks <laughs> like, like shit. Looks yeah, but this Sharpie's fucking 33 cents. <laughs> and I guess with that said, for him, it probably does look better that it is just on the tape. Because <laughs> he doesn't look as commercial and bullshit. Yeah. No. Alright, so they're fighting on the outside here. Yeah, that? outside here, big right hand. It said it might not be as easy to get it screen printed on those pants in 1994. Yeah. Right. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. oh, 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 fuck. Oh, Tanaka got out of the way. Sabu, Sabu crashed through his own table. And that's what we have generally happen with Sabu, is that he takes much of the table spots. He'll set people up, but he's the one that goes through. <laughs> he even goes through his own. He sets up tables in the middle of the ring and just fucking goes through them at the end of matches. Hmm. He's fucked up. Alright, so what's going on here? Looks like a count-out situation. Tanaka's in the ring. Referee's counting. Oh. Back in a nine count. 
Referee has some kind of mismatched <laughs> outfit on. Yeah, black and white. Those are blue pants, right? Blue pants and black shoes. <laughs> looks like shit. It looks like he's dressed like Pat Tanaka. Except with the ref shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what the fuck? Blue, sh blue pants? With black and white? Come on. Paulie's yelling outside the ring, you son of a bitch. A lot of kids in attendance there in the front row with all this craziness going on. It's crazy. Take a look at the front row. Used to seeing, like, adults. Yeah, 25 to 35. This is like kids' night. Literally, look at that whole row right in the <laughs> corner right now. Boys and girls come here today. Ah, kick out. All right, time check. Just to see if we're at the same spot. 40, 13, 14, 15. I'm like a half second behind. Okay. All right, but you saw that front row, right? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, kids. So yeah, it was definitely like a boys, boys club or or at the YMCA or something. Local youth. This is a decent match. Decent match. This makes up for the rest of the shitty show that we watched. Short. It's fucking longer than any other match you had. Actually, no. Snooker Shearer match. That sucked, and that was long. Oh, I love that move. I love that. Yeah, me too. I like when they use there the side of the ropes like that. Yep. That's dope. Good move. That was nice. Sabu did the uh, leg drop onto the top rope. Flip back. Splash. Got the one, two, three on Pat Tanaka. His bodyguards, our handlers, enter the ring to calm him down. You would think there would be a few down the road, 9-1-1 against Sabu, being that he's the handler. Yeah. They don't ever have a feud? I, I'm not sure. I don't remember. But you would think that would be in the cards based on this story. I'm just reliving everything basically at this point. I don't remember. <laughs> Memory's not that good. No. I remember the main things. <laughs> A couple of the main things. Well, 90, 92 into 93 into 94. This is all new to me. It wasn't really until 96 that I was aware of what was going on. CW. All right, so we got a little rundown again of the big show coming up on March 5th. And I hope we get to see some of these matches at the very least. Like, I want to see Tommy Dreamer versus Snooker again. The Public Enemy versus the Bruise Brothers. Bruce Brothers, yeah. I like that a lot. 
Like, this whole card that they're showing right now for March 5th is much better than the night the line was crossed. So, hopefully you get to see that. That wraps up that episode there. So, let's now move on to the wrap-up here. Alright, so, upcoming, I've kind of laid out a series of weeks and what we'll be covering. So, in two weeks, when we come back on April 22nd, we'll cover ECW Hardcore TV from March 1st and March 8th of 1994. And that may include some of the happenings of March 5th. If we are able to get a hold of the March 5th show, then the following week would be a Supercard special. If we don't have that, then we will present episodes 48 and 49. VCW Hardcore TV, which is March 15th and 22nd of 1994. And that would be on May 6th. And then there will be another Supercard special coming up right after that, and that's the March 26th show. So two big shows in March, March 5th and March 26th. And this show is available on the WWE Network, and it's called Ultimate Jeopardy. So we're definitely going to cover that as a standalone Supercard special coming up in six weeks, unless that March 5th show is available. So that's basically what we're going to be going through. And also remember that JV and I if do you the want bottom... it to be available. Spam we... WWE. <laughs> yeah. Tell them where's that March 5th show. Yeah, Tell them you're going to cancel your membership. If you don't. I'm pretty sure it's called the revenge of funk. Something like that. Actually, I, th- I think I have it on DVD. I'm just not totally sure. aware of how to put it <laughs> online for us to watch and do that shit. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. My computers don't even, my laptop nor my desktop have disk drives. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. But <laughs> if we can find it online, then we'll do it. Daily Motion sometimes has that shit. So we'll see. We'll get back to you. We've got two weeks. Anyways, regardless, in two weeks, we're covering March 1st and March 8th of 1994. But again, JV and I do the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. And this week, we are covering Survivor Series 2000, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H. That's episode 68 for us there on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. We have his whole chronological career, starting off as the ringmaster in December of 1995. Up to this point in November of 2000. Check all that out. We have over 25 episodes of watch-alongs and top five of the year for Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check all that out. It's all available there at the bottom line, Wrestling Cast. So we'd appreciate it if you would just support us there. Check it out at least. Share it with your friends. Much appreciated. And also, follow us on Twitter. Follow me, Mike Pru, at NPRU83. Follow JV, at John Van Damage. And follow this show, at ExtremeCast. And again, thank you, BTT Army. You're always so supportive. Just glad to be part of the team and give you some new content. And you, know, you guys have been clamoring for ECW for years. I've been following BTT for years also, just like many of you. And he said, oh, I wish you guys would do ECW. And Mike was so 
confident in us, JV and I, that, oh, all right, they want ECW? Well, you guys can do it. And I know you'll do a fine job with it. So hopefully you guys are enjoying what we're doing. This is the ECW show on the BTT. So hopefully you'll like it. It's going to get better, obviously, as it keeps getting better. And sometimes it sucks. And that's part of it. That's part of wrestling. Wrestling sucks sometimes. So as long as we're making you in, ent- entertained, basically, and enjoying what's being put out there. And we're proud to do that for you. So thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks, guys, for supporting. JV, any final words as we head out? No, sir. All right, guys. So we'll see you in two weeks. So long. Stop.
Na 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 na.